Your favorite band's about to play a sold-out show. You got in... Over here! ...with a friend and found a spot close enough to see the set list. They're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Dunkin' Refreshers are the perfect way to get a little more out of your day. With more tropical flavors like new mango pineapple and more ways to get glowing. Available with green tea, coconut milk, or lemonade. You've got what you need to make the most out of every moment. Even the ones spent stuck in traffic. <sighs> what a beautiful day. Sip into all your favorite Dunkin' refreshers like new mango pineapple. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Additional charges may apply. Hi there, this is Jim the Keys bartender coming to you from Key Largo. I'm here with Papa Joe. Hey, Papa Joe's here. Tyler Kelly. Hello. And Matt, Jenna's brother from right. uh, Iowa. Welcome. Hello. From the Midwest, not exactly Minnesota. No. But no. But no not is there, there's not much of an Iowa accent out there, is there? I don't know. It, 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 there's an Iowa accent. It's like not quite Missouri, but somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's New Year's Eve and you're down here, and I guess right. it's in... Um, I don't know. You know, this time of year is kind of weird because it could be like forty degrees there. It could be ten. Uh, it was like sixty over Christmas. Yeah. 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 That's the way it is, right? Yeah. Nowadays, um, it's uh, New Year's Eve, two thousand nineteen, and we're going to do a little uh, year-end review uh, about the things that happen. But um, for I'm ten days. Uh, I, I'll just make the announcement so it doesn't seem weird to people. Um, uh, I haven't had a drink in 10 days. We'll go, I'm sure, in the course of the next year, we'll talk about what goes on in that. But you may not hear me uh, taking – I won't be taking as many pee breaks. No, you won't. No. Hopefully. Well, <laughs> I will take them for you. Yeah, it depends on how much coffee I drink. But uh, I to, to bring in the 2000 – what I did last night was any uh, forewarning of what's going to come to us in 2020. I, uh, my, my phone was dying, and I thought I'd be Mr. Fix-It, and I'm technically – technically challenged you've got a lot of technology sitting here man i do i do <laughs> but it's I, I it's trial and error it's like a monkey trying to figure out how to work right, operate a switchboard. Yeah. yeah and uh, i had this phone and i ordered a battery for it's a motorola right and order a battery for it and the batteries they and motorola yeah they still make phones <laughs> wow. cell phones smartphones and that's very, very smart about making them because the battery is stuck inside there it's it is not removable it's not like a um you get like a YouTube video to figure that out? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I got it, and I actually ripped my phone apart last night and destroyed it. <laughs> oh, no. Actually, I got a picture. I'm going to post so it on so it. you're phoneless? What? You're phoneless? I mean, phone No, phone. no, no. My daughter, I, I, I'm, I'm smart enough. Uh, I'm strategic-minded, maybe not technically-minded. I'm strategic-minded because I keep a lot of the old phones for that justice. Uh, reason so I'm able to go and take the SIM card and swap it out, and I back everything up on my um, on my phone. So it was in about a half hour, I'm able to. Um, I <laughs> you figured that <laughs> though, out. Though I may be technically challenged, <laughs> the um, these minimum things that you could do, I learned real quick, right. and I'm very nimble at responding. Like I do logically subsistence. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like this space program. I have a lot of redundant systems. Right. Well, I, I think now is the time to get you to switch over to Apple products. I'm not going to do it. I'm, you know, there's <laughs> what is what was my reasoning for not buying an Apple? Everybody else has it. You don't like it. Price. A lot of used products out there. I know, but I just pay $150 for a phone. I don't have to worry about the thing. I get a brand new phone, swap it out. It takes me 30 minutes to swap all my information to it and all the features in it. I don't really necessarily use. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's not one. And you just, <laughs> I can't. Getting you know what? Messages. You're using your watch. I, can, I wouldn't be able to read that. I wouldn't be able to read it. I, I mean, I have glasses on. <laughs> well, I got glasses, too. And I still wouldn't be able to read it. My arm's not long enough. No, Apple Watch is I'm incredible, man. I'm I mean, significantly it's... older than you, I think. Oh, he'd be surprised. But <laughs> we are not sponsored by Apple. No, no, no. no I mean, I'm actually, uh, you know what? It's all we got. You can't not talk about Apple. That'd be like not talking about um, AT and T or or something like that. Oh well, AT, Apple is more. What would you call it? Universal. And it dates are the technology, technical, technical. It's almost become a world. staple of of getting along, getting on with with stuff. 
it's such an integral part of communication, Apple, as well as others. But Apple plays a huge role in our communication, our ability to research, our ability to... to, to I know. And because I was dumb enough not, not to buy one of those, I, I wasn't able to... I bought a phone that you can't just take the battery out and throw another one yeah. back in. Yeah, you had to watch... Uh, it was a five-minute video, and the tools they sent me uh, didn't release the screws, and you had to you know plug it in. It has... Kind of like the ribbons. Ribbon. Yeah. Uh, Apple's the same way. Oh, really? <clears throat> but if you would ask me, I probably have okay. every Galaxy's screw. Galaxy's the Samsung. Boom, boom. Yeah, the back cover comes off. That's back old cover technology. comes on, the battery yeah. comes out, and you, put, but, uh, you swap no, in. I have probably six different sets of phone repair screwdrivers and all that stuff. I've, re- I've repaired several of my old ones. I'd like to repair it so I can give it to, like, a woman's shelter or something like that. Just, just to saying, give it away. As a business owner, I mean, one of the things that is, like, really important to me is just, like, Having my technology be synergist, um, straightforward, and um, its likelihood of being corrupted is minimal. Uh, the, the one of the things that I'm less concerned about is like how much maintenance do I have to do to it? Because chances are I'm going to replace it or upgrade it in the next couple of years. That makes it complete. If I had that, that criteria for choosing a phone, you bet your ass that's what I would do. Apple Pay and all those things, but that's not my requirement that the features that i use and need at this time is not and you know who knows next year maybe maybe i will do that but at this time i'm not i'm not spending yeah. more than uh, it's, there was old what was the old commercial um i'm not gonna pay a lot was there for a this banjo muffler. In the background oh yeah the uh i'm not gonna play a lot for this cell phone <laughs> i'm not i'm not gonna do it um there's guys i i see all the time these older guys they still got the flip phones you know, there's clamshells and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but I don't, those are great. If, if, if that fits your needs, then that's fine. Yeah. That's why they still make them. If it fits right. your needs, not everyone needs. I know. When your eyesight's it's funny, it's funny they, they made the, the – if you – we talked about the, the, the smart watches, mm-hmm. Dick Tracy and all that stuff. They're probably the coolest thing in the world as a kid, you think – that would be great, or the tricorder on Star Trek. And then you just realize there was a certain size that could go we down. You don't have the tricorder, man. It's the iPhone. Yeah, it's, it does more. <laughs> it does more than that. But what I'm saying is the screen was smaller on those uh, things they were using, and, and there's a limitation to uh, how small the display can be. Right? right? Yeah, when phones first came out, they wanted to be the smallest and the best, and now it's you're, we're reversing. We're going back to bigger screens, bigger phones. Well, that's because yeah. like the application. Well, the folding, making it yeah. folding. Yeah. Being Something you can have in your pocket versus now it's a multimedia device, right? Yeah. Now it's well, like I watch my HBO on that. Now that's where I see Netflix, and this is also my office. This is where I sit down and I put together. A, How about Google Glasses? Did you? Um, I, I what actually, happened? Are they still around? I signed up for them. Um, because you, you had to be like a test subject in order to get it. What and happened to them? I don't know. I mean, I never heard back about it, but I think there's still some version of them out there. I'm sure we'll see some. You ever like hear the nickname people got for using them? Uh, no. They're called glass holes. Well. Because <laughs> you're walking around and you're reading. They're reading. They're doing all their stuff. And you're, they're, you think they're looking at you. And they're doing something else, and that's what they call them. Oh, that's a glass hole. I, I, <laughs> I think it's a great name. Actually, oh, you didn't hear that? No. Oh, it's pretty yeah. funny. I had a pair of those, like, Oakley O-Rocker Pros, they were called, years ago. And it was a, a Bluetooth thing for your phone. But it was a pair of glasses that you'd actually put earbuds in that actually had earbuds. Uh-huh. And um, the, that was the greatest thing in the world. I mean, it makes sense to have a, um, a heads-up display on, you know, on the screen if you probably... Um, Probably dangerous. I guess maybe they pulled them because people were fucking walking into man- open manhole covers and, and <laughs> or uh, trying to watch uh, tra- their walking into traffic. <laughs> right? You're reading your email and stuff like that, happen. and your wife's sending. I'm sending you divorce papers, and you go fuck right in front of the Route 73 bus comes and nails you. Right? Well, and then another product was uh, not as you know well known as like Google Corporation or stuff like that. Snapchat, the app, actually came out with a pair of glasses that had a camera. Mm-hmm. on their glasses and they would actually live stream to your snapchat or you could hit a button take a photo and it would just automatically upload it right to your profile well and that's like the thing though like video that's marketing like a gopro is right? the, kind yeah. of but it's on your face so it's your sunglasses and a little tiny camera 
Yeah, but I mean, that's kind of a little, little revealing, right? If you're open to the world and you're wearing it and you're live streaming. And let's say you're a guy and you're live streaming. And, say, and all you do is you're walking down the street and you're looking at different sets of boobs. Yeah. And, or maybe crotches, <laughs> when, depending, on what, you want, you know what I mean? yeah, depending on what your like is. That's or asses. Kind of a, that's kind of like a giveaway. Like yeah. Prick looker, right? Prick. Like a prick looker. Prick looker. <laughs> yes, and that's it. Sign me up, man. I like. I never Why heard you that. Just sign me I up. Know, a, prick, a prick licker. Oh well. Oh my. Oh well. We we uh, did uh, build as the. Uh, Can't hear it. Yes, yeah. it's done. Glass holes, prick lickers. Uh, 2019 has brought us a lot of joy here in uh, Key Largo. If you recall, um, if we can go back in time, some of the things we recall. I didn't. I didn't script it out. And things like that. The biggest story of the year, I think, was that uh, the and you, you, if you're an avid listener, you heard about the um, what's all the nicknames for this guy? Walking Jacker, the Hijacker, Hijacker, Hijacker. Yeah, yeah. Um, but see, if he had Google glasses, he wouldn't have been arrested. No, he still would have been. He still had to masturbate. He could have stayed at home. He, he didn't have to. Well, go to the wait store a to second. The guy went to get a DVD. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The guy <laughs> went to have a DVD, so he didn't have streaming <laughs> service. Um, right, Matt? If a guy had to go, okay, let's give you a premise. If a guy I'm, has to go he, to the sex let's rehash, store, rehash his story. Can't this hold guy's himself, in, and he he's jerking himself while walking to the sex store. A to woman, get a, DVD. a woman traveling south on Route One, sees him heading north to. Uh, a, a sex store. We're not going to name it because they won't let Just us call do it a show there yet. A sex store, and he's exposed himself while uh, pleasuring himself. Sure. And after he gets uh, stopped, his explanation is he the whole story. He was going to the store. He was going to the store to get a DVD and a porn, a porn DVD, obviously, and right. he couldn't wait. Couldn't wait. Well, and uh, yep, and he got arrested for that doing that at night. Uh, that story is in itself, and the guy has uh, a rap sheet because I think a week or two later he got arrested for robbing the, the Marriott and things like that. And, but when you adding to that, you know, he a DVD tells you a little about the guy. Right. He doesn't have internet service or access to either access or internet service because porn is free. You know, I don't really hear like a story about like how somebody doesn't have access to the internet. What I, what I'm hearing is a story of like mental health needs not being met for. But a DVD or the or well, no, but you a, have to go to. He's a great criminal planner because if he committed a robbery afterwards, what what a great footnote for a defense attorney to say. You know he's mine. He's a sex addict. Look at what he did. He, <laughs> he masturbates in open public. He doesn't know where he's at. How could he be held responsible for this robbery? He's luckily <laughs> he doesn't commit bigger crimes, capital crimes, because uh, during a capital crime they definitely would uh, collect DNA evidence. Because he sounds like he would leave a lot of DNA he's evidence. He's slinging around. that everywhere. <laughs> yeah, all that he, he's sling, he's slinging like that a, mayonnaise around. Like a snail just like, on just a philodendron like, leaf. Or just, someone know. working on a foot long uh, at Subway on a, on a, on a right Friday now. morning. I gotta tell you. How's that? That's a better one. A Subway artiste? A Subway sandwich a, a artiste. A Subway sandwich artiste. Yeah, I mean, did anybody look at his mugshot? I mean, he could be making our public subs or... Working at a restaurant oh, that we God. frequent. Well, <laughs> well, at least I hope he washes his hands. Some of the some of the things we've lost um, at the, the the place I work. I work at a, the um, Catch Restaurant in Key Largo, one hundred and two. We'll give a little oh. bump right to, for, to him there. Uh, it's at one hundred and two, the Catch Restaurant and Bar. Ooh, this is sticky. <laughs> <laughs> I just picked up a. a rubber uh, that's not the head. Catch Restaurant and Bar that's sticky. Yeah, yeah, it's it's where Jim's sitting thing. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> Talking to Catch Restaurant, this is sticky. No, <laughs> yeah, no, they got happy hour three thirty to uh, six thirty Monday through when it Friday. Gets sticky, yes. <laughs> and Martini Monday, <laughs> and Martini Monday six to we eight. We had that last night, and yeah. that was awesome. And uh, they do cook packed. your catch, yeah. and that they have a wide menu of, last uh, of seafood Mondays and nine seafood. Uh, has been dishes. very busy. And we had a party of eight last night. Yeah, but I noticed it's 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 gotten. I know that there's more people down here now because the season. Yeah, and the bar gets filled up and stuff yeah. like was it, that. Was it full? Was there a lot of people there? There were a lot. I, I think there was yeah. a lot of people so was there. Good was that a good night? Opportunity. It was a good night. Yeah. It was a good night. We had extra help on and stuff like that. Not not on the bar. I'll make it. I mean, I had the owner comes behind and makes a couple martinis. Does a 
finally, you know, really helps out. But the problem there is there's only one well. So, one, you know, one person. Yeah, you're kind of stepping over each other. I yeah, imagine. yeah. So, oh, you got it? Yeah. I don't know what That's sticky. I don't but know. This I hope is, the hijacker. Uh, but this is the busy season. So people should know that in Key Largo, when it snows in the northern parts, like in the tundra, uh, where Matt's from. Yeah. Um, the they, geographical they, anus of Iowa. People <laughs> tend to uh, Wait, come, that come this way. South Central? And it's been bumper-to-bumper bumper traffic. Oh, okay. I, I located it then. For two weeks. Yeah. Okay. Um, two Matt weeks. tried to get to Key West yesterday. That didn't work out. I, oh, you got stuck in traffic? I could have got there. It was just like, I only wanted to go so far as the sun would permit me. So, you know, get past the old number seven-mile bridge and turn around and come home back. Okay. Well, this time of year, right? Right. Uh, it's The thing about in the, in the industry with the – the tourist industry down here is right around Christmas. Everyone expects it to really pick up right the the day of, the day after, and and it's not exactly like that here. Yeah, it, it's it's a a couple day lead time, and then people come. Now it's going to be busy through uh, this week into the beginning of next week. People take a little extra time off, and uh, then we'll have a little drop for a while, but it still be busy, and then yeah. it goes into high season for two two and a half months mm. and uh yes yeah, so if you come down here just the you know prices you're paying a premium but you're escaping reality yeah and then we have and we do have the the, the people ton of unrealistic have. people living here <laughs> yeah very strange people down here people that come down oh, oh we, we could set records in strange yeah <laughs> or what yeah. we call unique the bar unique the, the bar is high for strange Yes. Down here, you have um, Mandy. That was the guy that Cotton worked. Mandy. Cut Mandy. Oh, Mandy. that was mine. Sorry, another what? Mandy. Yeah, another Mandy. Who do you have? Oh, we have Cotton Mandy. Who's Cotton Mandy? Uh, she's a very unique girl. Okay. Really? We had a friend down here that uh, she would just slap him up and get drunk and all kinds of shit. It's just funny. But okay. That's, one, that's my unique. Mandy's this Cuban guy. Uh, he's been here since he. I guess he was a uh, very young because he's. He has slight accent, and uh, he has a kind of nebulous residential presence here, mm-hmm. either on a boat or staying at someone's house. His mother lives up in Miami. He, um, he's got a squinty eye on one side. He drinks Blue Long Island iced teas. That's all he drinks, mm-hmm. Blue Long Island iced teas. And he worked uh, with me for a little while, and he liked that house band that we had, the Freddies. He'd come in. And um, it was dubious for them because he'd come in and say, you know, I'm your biggest fan. And, phew, you know what I mean? If you had someone missing a couple teeth and doing this stuff, they're your biggest fan. They're not like the person you put on the, pol- the poster that for your, your, your band. And, and M- Mandy used to do all this. We, uh, I got one good story about Mandy. He was working at our place, and they give him one long blue Long Island iced tea at work, right? And the, the guys that work in the kitchen got it for him one day, and they held it in their hands. And uh, he, uh, he walked over and got it, and he took it, and he poured it down the drain. I had just made it for him. And he goes, listen, uh, they gave me a blue Long Island, but I know they messed with it, and so I dumped it. And I said, oh, Okay. And he says, can you make me another? I said, you can only get one, man. I made that for you. <laughs> and uh, he, he got super pissed. He walked out for a day and then he tried to come back the next day. But he was the kind of guy, he'd come into work, he'd have a beer in his hand, he'd stop near our dumpster, and we'd smoke a joint. Just sitting there. You know how those guys squat on the street, not taking a shit, just squat, sit down, because he didn't have a place to sit, squat, squat down, drink his beer, smoke his joint right next to him. We'd have to say... Listen, you got to do that wherever else you do it, not not like right in the place you. And you shouldn't be doing that before you go into work. And he always smelled like he smelled like um, he just got out of a van an, with an a afternoon bunch of, of hard labor. No, no pot. Oh, he just reeked of pot. Reeked a pot. Yeah, he, yeah that's he's always good going, for uh, customers to smell. I, I've done. Oh, he's in the kitchen. He was in the kitchen. Doesn't matter. We never let him go out, and then he come. He get cleaned. And out. he's cooking food. Or no, was? it's a dishwasher. Oh, even still. You think we let him do that? Well, I'm telling you, dishwashers. Unlike the one that was I'm throwing plates say, over the wall? Yeah. The uh, <laughs> dishwasher, yeah, there was a kid that uh, 
He was just at the end <laughs> oh, of the night. Too him. many, too many plates or or silverware. He would just take it and toss it on over the wall in the back. And someone called up uh, the owner, said, "Hey, listen, come on, can you come over here? Um, we got a bunch of your materials over here in our yard." And they go, "What?" And they walk over, and there's just plates and silverware on the other side of the wall. That's where all our martini glasses went. Our martini glasses <laughs> we wash. Uh, you, you can't put those through the dishwasher. They would. Yeah, I think I prefer a, a stone guy doing the dishes as opposed to some jerk throwing stuff over the wall. He did a pretty good job. Of throwing stuff over the wall? No, no. The guy that <laughs> he the got stone, away with it the for a stone while. Guy. The stoner. The stone guy was also implicated in a uh, homicide. Well, as you do in Daytona and homicide Right after Irma. Right like, like like Anthony Bourdain's Kitchen Confidential, man. Yeah. I mean, no. Well, what what happened is uh, this guy was uh, rooming with people on, on a boat and right after Irma. If you recall the days after Irma, uh, the people that were down here, there were some really shady characters. There were um, the people, the scavengers that were getting the uh, aluminum and and all the the scrap. They were picking up scrap down here, and which was okay. They were cleaning up too. Uh, but these other guys coming down, you don't know what they're doing. And, and these guys were helping a woman who uh, lived behind the VFW. And her house uh, caught on fire. And they found her dead inside the house. And they found her. She had uh, uh, stab wounds. Oh. So they, instead of uh, you know dying of asphyxiation, she died of a homicide. And he was one of uh, the people of interest. And since they haven't solved it, I figure we can still talk about it right now. It doesn't seem to be the guys roaming around here today. But they implicated each other, I think. One of the, the, the prime suspected suspects implicated this guy, Mandy. And a couple nights when he was drinking, I just went and looked at him and I said, Hey, did you, um, in the middle, I was just asking him a lot of questions. I go, like, uh, where were you? Born in Cuba. Where did you grow up? In Miami. Blah, blah, blah. Did you kill that lady behind a VFW? <laughs> what was his reaction? No. No, no, I didn't. He goes, yeah, but he, he no, no, I wall. didn't, I didn't do it, I didn't do it. So, I might smoke some marijuana in the kitchen yeah. when I'm washing, but I don't yeah. do no murder. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Mandy passed through our lives in 2019, and also we lost. Um, what were the cu- a couple people we lost? Um, Jeannie, the woman that had her teeth stolen. The the you don't know about that one. Uh, it was a couple years ago that we first ran into this woman, uh, Jeanette. She came in and she had um, um, asked for her this man, and his name was Don Canary. And it sounded like a made-up name. It sounded like an alias. But after further investigation by one of our uh, servers, he had a Facebook page. And actually, one time when he tried to pay with a credit card, um, it said Don Canary on the credit card, too. So his Facebook page and everything matched. And uh, Don Canary actually lived with Jeanette, and I guess he needed money. And what he did, he took her teeth and ran off. Awesome. And wanted $500 from her. He flew the coop. Yeah. Well, he ended up coming back. Uh, but she went out. She was doing an APB. I got it. Don't worry. She was doing it. Yeah. Flew, yeah. Don Canary flew the coop. She's now on Wait, a, canaries don't go in coops. Chickens go in coops. a little late to this. Canaries are in cages. Teeth robbing. Yeah, we got pretty dark for a minute. She now she now makes money by uh, stabbing, offering gum jobs on the corner. No, she's dead. Jerking. Oh, she no died. She died. Uh, she died this year. And um, Don came in and he he was talking about how tough it is to wake up um, in the morning next to your girlfriend being dead. But he was spending all her money trying to use her debit card, as you do. See? Yeah. So I turned and gave it back and I said. Well, you pretty much. First of all, you're not, uh, you're not Jeanette, and um, you, and if you, I mean, either she's dead. You said she was dead, so this isn't yours. You're gonna have to go someplace else. So yeah, he disappeared, and then the vomiting lady. She was the roommate. She would come in there and drink, and then she'd. There's some great people that live here, though, too, right? What? There's some great people that live here, though, right? I thought they're great. They're great, crazy people. <laughs> These are great characters. They totally great are. Char- um, I mean, where, where you else? You can't rate this stuff. Per capita, you run into more of this here than you are 
in most places. There's a, a lady that there's I would lady, say even more than Vegas. There's a lady that comes in at, on Martini night with her friends. Very nice lady two of her friends and she goes um she's married and she goes we're the whores and we're coming in to drink welcome yeah she's saying it she's not hoary like she's calling herself a whore this is they a never, association of former whores she's just calling herself them whores and we're the association the of, we're the of former whores, whores and healthcare workers remember those ladies yeah no yeah. oh, you were there for it Oh, great. Were they wearing so, nurses' shoes? I just want to know. No. no. Okay. Oh, oh man. Gloves. What are you trying to say about that? Uh, nothing. Okay. <laughs> yep. And so we lost, we lost a couple. We lost a couple of our regulars at the bar. They passed away suddenly. Uh, some of these, when these older people, um, uh, bar, the bar community, you get people that come in, they go, come and go. And uh, that, especially in the Keys, these people are what we call it, uh, transient they were in and out they're yeah. down here for uh, th- this young guy started uh, brandon coming down he was 22 years old dive instructor um i guess he was taking a high hi- hiatus from higher education and that for some reason you get these young people to come down and they're the ones that are the most high attractive the yeah. yeah because they haven't been beaten down by life they only had a certain amount of time to really do damage to themselves. Whatever happened to Brandon? Well, Russ. Well, I shouldn't have said his name, but he, he he was hanging with one of the guys that come in. The 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 father of the kid that threw the stuff over there. Right. And he was coming in and out, and you see the kid coming in, and he just started hanging out with this guy Russ, and all of a sudden, um, his you can see life getting a little raggedy in the beginning. Pie in the sky, coming in, being a dive instructor. It was going to be like sea hunt, yeah, maybe treasure hunt, treasure hunting, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And then he had that light in his eye, and he was just all excited. It wasn't about at life. the. It's never at the end. It they come down. down huh? you know, they come down here. They're um, they they work the dive boats. They get a little better than minimum wage. You know, they work their asses off putting equipment away, cleaning the decks, and all this stuff. And then they go, and the prices down here. are super inflated so they're paying for the room and board uh going out and having a couple of drinks if they can and then they're flat broke and they're flat broke and then you know someone were using drugs and stuff yeah, and they like get kind of little raggedy you see these people 21 22 23 and they really look. i would imagine it's no different than people who think that you know movies and entertainment is their life and they they go to california and then they realize no ooh. I think there's a version of this just about anywhere that's yeah. beautiful or has something exceptional that people are drawn to, right? I yeah. Mean, whether it's in you know theater, dancing, or performance, or if it's like Hawaii or you know the Caribbean or um, the Keys, I mean, this is what's going to happen. Someone who's like, I'm going to make it on Broadway one day. I mean, eventually going to have like you know some version of soul crushing to kind of bring them back down to reality. And by the time they've learned that because they didn't have the research or the means to be able to make those choices. Mm-hmm. Here they are. Enjoy the shells of the humans that once arrived. out. Next thing they know, they're losing their teeth to their partner who decided he needed to buy booze with them. Right. Hey, hey, there's, there's some, yeah, there are the people, the, the people, the people that are enjoying their lives and doing things, you don't see them day to day because they don't have time right. to necessarily hang out. And drink all the time because they're doing shit. They got a lot of stuff going on, and they're they got a you know they got a uh, full dance card out there. But uh, down here, uh, I guess just your expectation when you're heading down here. What do you expect well, when you come here? I mean, what, uh, people come down on vacation. <coughs> they they get some of them are uh, just they they go and fucking go. They want to go fishing. And they get catch twenty pounds of fish, right? And then they bring in the fillets, and there's six of them. So, wait, how many fucking fish you think you're gonna eat? What are you gonna do with them? Yeah. Oh well, why don't you take it? You I'll think freeze yeah, it for later, and then yeah. it goes bad anyway. Yeah. They don't. They don't. Uh, that's their. That's their expectation. And there's other people that come down here. They just come. You're in the keys. I, people come in the bar, and they're intoxicated as they come into the bar. And you say, "Yeah, I can't serve you. You're already you're you're 
you're, I don't even know how drunk you are yet. Where you're going to be in 15, 20 minutes. Right. If I give you another one, that's the one that could have sent you out. So, and he said, but we're in the Keys. I said, the rules are the same here as they are St. Augustine and stuff like that. Sometimes they're even a little tougher down here. But you're not going to tell anybody anything of grown-ups when they come down here. And they end up, you see it on, uh, if you go to Monroe County. Uh, the uh, uh, .net, the Monroe County uh, Internet. Yeah, the to sheriff, the, sheriff's, the department. sheriff's department. Oh, and, yeah, uh, they're on there every night. Yeah, and you'll just see, um, let's say more than half the people are uh, people that are current. They're always through the system. They're what about in, the kids that grow up here? What are, what, are they, what are they going through? Some of them How are, do they succeed? Some of them, do, some of them yeah. do very well, and they move out of here. Some right. of them go out, and then they come back. You know, you get like a third, maybe stay. There's, you know, Monroe County is, is not v- unlike... Uh, a small town, sure. Uh, as opposed to say Miami, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, yeah. uh, it's not that. So there is some attractiveness to being a smaller town with a with a with a slower pace. Um, so you can go to any small town in Florida, and you can ask that very question: What do the kids do here? And they'll have the same angst. There's nothing here. I want to get out. Let me go to college away from home. Right. Yeah, so th- th- that's that. They whole get to meet thing. the kids down here. Get to meet people. It's much more than a small town. They get to meet people that have because it's so transit. There's so many people. Yeah, no, but they meet people that are accomplished, successful, Mm, and they can see that. And they and they do. And and the kids down here are well traveled, Mm. so they get to see that much, much different than I guess you even the, even just the, the poor kids down here get to see uh, a lot. They do well down here I, and, I, and i'll tell you during a high school graduation you should see all these scholarships that come out yeah out no the schools down here do very well they're they're very well considered mm-hmm. um again i'll use day county as an example uh, just the next county over uh schools not perceived as 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 well as uh mm-hmm. as the schools here um i found that talking to um natives of monroe county young mm-hmm. not so young old uh pretty much it, it they're able to c- conduct a full conversation with you they're conversant on yeah. uh quite a good array of topics it's mm-hmm. not like you you don't get the uh, mm-hmm. what's that you don't get a whole lot of that um and you and usually they're you know washing your dishes at the catch the ones that do. we get a couple no we have uh, we have a kid in high school well it's uh, the, the truism that's is really if you can't do that you end up flipping burgers at, at you know mcdonald's and thank god for those industries those people have something to do but you most see those, are conversant you know it's funny years ago you would see 40 years ago and that's probably the nature of thing you'd see high school kids working at the fast food places right and doing the dishes we have actually have a, a senior in high school doing our dishes he's a he's a great student he's uh probably going to go into military after he uh uh graduates from school and he works three four nights a week uh doing dishes at our well place. those jobs were intended for high school part-time employment yeah. and then you know and, and down here again yeah, the fast food places right. down here you yeah i don't know a lot of those kids some, every so often see some of the kids holding Different jobs down, the lifeguards, things like that. But you don't see a lot of kids doing the real. What about hard, the HGB visa work? program? You think that has something to do with that? What's what? that? Like visa program, like bringing in like international people to be able to kind of do the labor at a, a rate that can be done that can't be done by locals. Well, you know, we have um, the. Uh, Hispanics all over the world that come in. Here. No, we don't really. Bring our restaurant, in. our restaurant, uh, uh, the industry would be. Uh, well, Miami would collapse Beach down here. That, would know? be collapsed down here without. Most uh, places, most Latin places Americans. with some degree of tourism have some, some sort of like like that HGB visa program. You'll even see that in like places like northern Minnesota on a resort on Lake Superior, and then um, and most people there are either you know Eastern European or or you know. Well, well, it's a win-win, Spanish isn't it? Percent. I mean, it's a win for the employer. They pay less, and it's a win for the subject who gets a great tutelage in, in the sure. industry that they, they have a passion for. And then it's a win for the consumer because they pay less? 
Right. Right. I mean, the only thing is it does kind of suck is that, unfortunately, I mean, when we're not supporting, like, these you know, higher-paying jobs, we, we're not necessarily supporting our, you know, our, our people who could be working them, too. But, but no, I mean, I see that it's all over the place. I've seen it in Hawaii. I've seen it in California. Um, um, I've seen it um, even in, like, you know, Lake of the Ozarks, where you end up with this massive amount of kind of H2B kind of visa workers. Well, yeah, meatpacking, things like that. Uh, right. Uh, 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 agricultural sure it's just uh, we're as the, the u.s moved away from uh, production industrial moved more to service and then you have the things that are heavy the, the things that are left behind are very labor intensive well and then what's not om- automated there's things that are automated too so right. you got the remnants of that you can't haven't been able to automate uh, most of the agricultural industry yet. But this is a service industry yeah. oriented place, and and the, the you know places like Miami Beach or St. Augustine, I know for a fact, has that program, and you'll find a lot of international employees working mm-hmm. there. Right, right. Uh, not just I, like, I've not, not, just not noticed like that here. I've not noticed Latin that. I know. I don't think you're going to see in 2020. You're going to see much more. You're going to probably. You're, um, it depends on what's the atmosphere, the, the political atmosphere is in the country, whether we have the people to do those jobs. Um, in Key Largo, we had a, um, that big, the bungalows just opened up a week ago. It's a um, all-inclusive in the United States, which is uh, most of the all-inclusives you see are in uh, the Caribbean and, and Mexico and, and these uh, South American countries where that the labor costs are super low, and they can offer. You could go and you know stay there for six, seven hundred bucks a week. Same thing as the cruise industry too. Right. Um, so yeah, that's a ton of international labor. Yeah, in the cruise but here, down here, uh, down here, they need to, um, to call on people from like Miami, especially since they've been cracking down on immigration. Uh, that the visa program isn't providing enough uh, people. Uh, at least in the Keys, they're still relying heavily on people that aren't documented. That aren't documented. And the bungalows, when they opened up, you've seen, like, whenever a new resort opens, especially since Irma, there's, uh, there's no jobs here, right? And then all of a sudden, season rolls around, and then they need more people, right. and there's no employees. And then a couple places open up, and they start draining the employees from the other places. And we have that the, the tethered lifeline of the, the, the bus system, Monroe Dade bus line, that brings workers down here. Uh-huh. And they and they uh, profile some it. of them are undocumented. Most are, you know, uh, resident aliens. Yeah, uh, they have their papers, and uh, because they're the cheap labor force, right? And, and there are um, uh, citizens that come down, yeah, yeah, but they're and they're the they're normally force. they're at the bottom rung, and down here they can get twelve to fifteen dollars an hour for up in, um, uh, let's say, on the mainland, they be getting. But they can't live here. They're they're busted. Probably. Yeah. Um, which is a yeah, it's not a livable wage for someone who lives here. No, no, not at all. So what the problem is, you know, these employees. You got to do better than twenty dollars an hour. An hour really and a half, kinda... two hours on a bus. They get to work, work ten to fourteen hours in yeah. the in the service industry, and then it's an hour and a half, two hours yeah. minimum to go home. Well, that'd be hard. And it's every day. It's most of the time six, seven days a week. We had this discussion about that. Like, it's actually an extra shift. Yeah. If you just travel. worked around the corner from your house. An extra shift, so you have to. They have to pay anywhere from twenty-five to thirty percent more in the end. I think people get uh, diluted uh, by the um, or by, by the extra pay, and they don't do the extra math uh, that your time is money, right? Your time, your travel, everything is money. Time is money. Yeah. And uh, you only have a certain amount of time a day. And no one but really, we're gonna, how many people figure quality of life in this? So, you know, maybe, maybe working 40 hours instead of 60 hours we, we're, would since we're, do you better. Since we're on that in the Keys and we're talking about 2019, we can move on to 2020. Uh, one of the big issues 2019, and it was still right point right over here, uh, for over 90 days, that neighborhood. And uh, there's a lot of other neighborhoods in, in the Keys and Miami that have been um, – inundated during uh, the, I'm, I'm, use, I'm using the air quotes, I'm not going to do them here because you're not going to see them, but king tide. There you go. The same time. King tide, they say, so, but it's, there, there are people that insist 
no matter what, now this is non, this is a, a financial discussion at this point. For 2019, the people in these areas have uh, suggested that the they needed to retrofit the, the lowlands. They need to retrofit the highways, and that oh, the county and the state has to um, uh, fund it. And I think the uh, they were saying that it would be some crazy amount. There's 312 miles of road in the Keys that are subject to flooding. Well, NPR just had this on their radio program. Yeah, how much was it? Well, <clears throat> how much for, money for Summerlin Key? So it, we're talking a few miles of road. Um, to to raise that was uh, the county would have to pay 158 million, I believe, was the yeah. number they used. It ain't going to happen. No, and that's that's okay. So that's how many year-round residents? We got 64,000 uh, people in the Keys, and that would uh, raise a tax burden of uh, 2,000 plus for that road. On each man, no woman, way. and child no in the keys, and then there's other time. ones. So then, uh, the the easier way would to start weaning people away. And I hate to say this because the people that they 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 have a a, a legitimate argument that they're pro- they have a lot of money sunk into the real estate. That's a problem, and they're not going to be able to get anything from it with the flooding, but. And it's your real estate guy, Matt. I am. Um, they're, the, the, the banks and the mortgage companies know this. So now you're seeing a migration from 30-year mortgages to these one. And I'm not saying you probably can't get any mortgages on these flood-prone areas. Maybe now. No. You may not be able to. They're going to start in, in the places that aren't flood-prone. They may go to a 15-year max. 15-year max, and that could probably rapidly change if the uh, high tide mark changes in know, the future. This this stuff is actually all kind of like higher theoretical pieces of like what is considered to be used as underwriting standards mm-hmm. for um, a loan, right? Yeah. So uh, being able to take these like larger external factors and put them into place and saying actually – all of these criteria need to be met in order for this to be a secondary market conveyable product. Um, those things can all change. And um, it's something that is actually usually demanded by the investors. And so I know it's hard to imagine that an investor can actually demand what type of mortgage you get, but that's totally the case. Every institution. Of course. Who wants to risk? Who wants to take a risk right. for uh, underwriting a loan that you're going to say this property's, uh, well, listen, we're gonna, it's, 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 it's $1.5 million, but... Six inches, six inches of sea level rise, it comes zero. Right? Zero. It's a simple math. The risk, when the risk gets high, yes, there's no, there's no, the, the, the only way that would change is if it started going the opposite direction. People say, well, I'm going to bet the opposite, that the levels drop. And that would be the only remedy for that. And that's not happening anytime in the well, future. They did that. They were betting against, betting on mortgages that were failing, and that was one of the major parts of the economic collapse. Oh, the Moody, the Moody rating system, right? When when they, when they were uh, uh, they were bundling these high uh, risk, like higher failure rate yeah. mortgages, and they go sell the crap out of them yeah. two, three, four times over. But they can't do that anymore. No, I mean there's there's been some some um, some deregulation of that. Um, to allow that to reestablish itself once again, however, it's going to be a ways off. But. I mean, an investor with a, a moderate, a moderate, uh, uh, you have to have a certain memory of history that you're going to have to be beware that you're investing in something that's finance has nothing to do with safety. Finance is all about the ability to reconvey and make more money, and so uh, they don't necessarily care. A great deal about what you know historically is this going to fail? Sure, but can we make a bucket on this in the meantime? Absolutely. Do you still think you you can? Let's make a bucket. Do you think they make a bucket? I mean, first of all, you you have it's down here in the keys. You have other things other than just being able to get a mortgage. It's being able to get insurance, right? Being and then being able to the secondary thing is being able to drive your vehicle to your house, sure, and things like that and. Uh, the, the keys are. You get uh, to a certain point. Yeah. Really, once you hit that half million threshold for single family residents and just trying to get a regular mortgage, isn't something that's going to be all that easily attained anyway. 
Um, and you're going to be pretty much discounting yourself away against any of the federally guaranteed products. And so, like, you know, FHA, um, like USDA, which they do for a lot of rural communities, mm-hmm. um, communities under, under the population of 10,000 to be able to get 100% funding. I'm not sure what exactly Florida's standard is for that. Um, and then when you get to uh, the VA, they have funding limits as well for their products. Um, however, I mean, that's actually a great opportunity for people to be able to utilize um, when it comes to the service members buying a, buying a property. Uh, but, I mean, even some of the Ginny May stuff, too. So, well, we're, we're directly addressing, though, properties that are in flood zones, that are becoming flood zones, right. weren't designated. There's places that are, they redrew the maps recently, and they're going to probably do thing. that every yeah. year, the, the FEMA maps. And uh, that changes the Everything. criteria. Yeah, but the, there's a certain segment of, of the populace down here, they, they show up at the meetings and expect that, and... The representatives say, listen, you, um, they're blunt, and they say, listen, you, you said it. You bought a home on, and it's, you know, a floodplain. Right. You, you bought a home on a floodplain. And, then, and they'll say that. That's what you did. Sure. And, and um, you, you cho- you, you've chosen to ignore what the risk were. The risk. Yeah. yeah, and 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 now you you're expecting, and it's usually the, it's funny. A lot of those people are very anti big government. Sure, they're, they're but, but that, they expect going to be the only thing that saves them until it's until. But it they're not. They purpose. can't do. You can't. Well, I mean, the other thing is, is too, is like we don't. Um, this is America, right? The foundation of what American studies are. This is the foundation of what we are as humanity within our country. Of like, we protect ourselves. We take care of ourselves. And when we see something that's like, we're not going to build a bridge to nowhere by any means, but if we have the opportunity to be able to, you know, do something to protect a community by building flood walls or, you know, dam, you know levy da- levies for, you know, like uh, people mm-hmm. in the Midwest, that's a much bigger concern, obviously, than it probably is here um, for, you know, rising, you know, rivers and whatnot, because all of the agriculture has has kind of drained all of the, the wetlands off, so there is no buffer to kind of slow that. Or if it's, you know, there's there's so many different things, and it's all such, circum- such a circumstantial piece. But in the meantime, when it gets to government, they have the opportunity a lot of the time to step in and say, actually, you know what, these are national funds, so let's take that whole Whoa. country and focus those Wait, on no, okay, community. well, okay. You got 200 families, right? And you have a pool of, fund that's uh, available for 15000 and you're going to draw 50% of those funds to help those 200 families at the, de- the detriment of those other families. It's an inordinate. It's, it's, it's inordinate. It's a school system. I mean, think of it like that. Think about it. School's for everyone. Is it? Like, what do you mean? It's public school. Right. So let's just say. It's not for, you don't, you don't. Look, it, Let's say I move my retired mother here and she's paying school tax. What's the point of that? Right. That's a public school it system. It doesn't serve her. No, it no, doesn't. No, but did, 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 your, did, exactly. did, your, did your but mother did your mother had take advantage of a public school system still, before? Actually, she didn't. I went to private school. But, um, but no, I mean, this is... The, but, but in the terms of the greater good, the same as national defense. make to the future generation by supporting our school... If you choose to live there, if you choose to live on the water... Socialistic aspects of our but Joe we're supporting a federal government base of the population based on that it granted it does represent exponential growth right and it does represent like future decisions and future uses for those people the same thing that's applied to some of these communities education 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 is smart money spending money on a losing proposition is putting up flood walls when the flood that's retrofit the roads 18 inches what if it floods 24 inches? So you keep on doing it, you keep on doing it, you keep on doing it. Where's the point where you stop doing it and you just say, hey, we lost this one. We got to move on. We got to start mitigating the property loss and, and things like that. That's, that's the point I'm making. Now, an education is an investment in the future. Putting money into a losing uh, a proposition like Venice is failing right now, Boston. They, these are people that have been fighting it for years and they can't do it. 
we learn from our lessons. Boston's losing. Miami downtown. Miami's losing. What's the point of putting money into a losing proposition? I think the Netherlands are largely underwater, aren't they? They've been doing that for yeah. years. They've I mean, been doing that. They've been fighting they it for found, years. Weren't they founded on that? I mean, wasn't that largely underwater as it was? The reclamation, the reclamation of land in the Netherlands has been going on for hundreds of years. Right. And we're talking about things that we're, we're coming to. Like like a, so that's like, a, like a, a systemic issue that... The Netherlands is the size of New Jersey. That its government has actually adopted. It's the size in of order New Jersey to ensure its survival. And they've been doing it for hundreds of years. I'm just saying. They've been right. doing it for hundreds of years. Well, well listen, but <laughs> since uh, the 1600s, it's a decision that we would have to make as a, as a culture and a society that if by electing the people that you want in office, well, it all comes down to that. Well, why, it? why should uh, why should someone that um, you're talking about? Okay, so you're equating education with someone that decides they want to live on the water. Want well, to no, live that, on a canal? No. That's actually there's a class issue there. I mean, someone who wants to live on the water. And we're talking about somebody with some substantial income versus Joe Schmo. That's what we're talking about. Still, right point, right everybody there. Everybody in Florida. That's exactly right? what we're talking about. There are million dollar homes. We're talking there. They're yeah. not. They, uh, they. The average home. We're not talking about a bunch of trailers going underwater. Sure. Yeah, no, we're they, talking about million dollar homes. I don't see any of those trailer parks put back together that were that were. No, here they weren't. Before. They were destroyed. Yeah. They were they were uh, uh, dem- not to return. You're not allowed to return. So how fair is that? I agree. I think it's not. So still right. We're going to finance them, but the people that lived in a trailer park. You're certainly not protecting like every resident's rights at that point, are you? No, I mean, and I don't think government or... is possibly set up to protect on that level with this. Subject matter, yeah. every single person. It's like the uh, Outer Banks, right? The Outer Banks. Was that like was like North Carolina or something? Yeah. I the don't Outer know. Banks. You got you got reti- people vacation homes and stuff like that. Where is the government supposed to? We're we're not there to protect assets. We're there to protect lives, well being, and things like that. Assets in the yes, the of um, FDIC and all that that protects a- assets. But you're assuming a risk when you're buying on a barrier island. I understand that, but sometimes those barrier islands, the, uh, their ability to, to have business and homes uh, equate to an e- there's an economic component to a state or a county. And I, so I you do, the you barrier islands probably the ba- greatest benefit is to do is protecting the coastline. When, so we're like trying the to. The island itself. How the about island the, itself. What about the houses on the island? The houses, I'm just saying, you're, you're sinking money into a losing well, you can go proposition. go to Hutchinson Island in Every in, uh, time you Port keep St. on Lucy, putting money into the same it, issue. if you go and pour it in, you got to think of wind insurance, flood insurance, and I things like that. that. And you're, we're, um, we're, the state, at this point in Florida, the state has to step in and regulate the insurance industry. When the state insur- regulates the insurance industry, they're interfering with ca- the capitalist system. So it's funny. Um, they write the capitalist system. Yeah, but when insurance, if insurance can't, if they, people can't pay the insurance, that means they cannot buy there. Well, that well, you can't finance there, but you can definitely buy there you if you want to pay insurance. for cash. Oh yeah, I'm just well, saying that if you can't assume like, the risk, you can't assume the risk for losing your property, and you because well, if someone you need wants a, to spend their own cash to build a house and run the risk of losing their property, I say don't, go they, for it. They it's, have called, it. it's called the bundle of rights. You can actually, it's, a, it's, it's something that's part of everyone's ability to be able to own, convey their own property. It's, this is where... Well, I understand, but when, yeah. they, when, when they lose, when they're in danger of losing their asset, they have the resources to um, make a, uh, a petition to the government more so than the people that lived in the trailer park that got demolished. They can go and say, listen... They don't own their land, though, either. I mean, that's also one of the unfortunate parts of, like, having this, like, kind of the diaspora of the folks who actually end up living here, right? I mean, we end up with service class, and then you end up with vacation class, right? And then the retirement class is another. There's not a lot of, like, real working, everyday folks. Not when you compare them to the mass population of everybody, right? I would agree. So It's, It's a big number. Let's put it that way. Right. So the local argument... Is actually smaller than yeah. Well, than we have, but there's an argument to be made that without them, uh, the local economy can't function or right. it can't function as easily. Sure, but as is still right, the still right point and all those things. That's not the only place. Eventually, if it does another six inches, then it becomes over Port Largo, in uh, you right. know on on this side Port Largo and this, 
and and then you just have diminishing resources. You're not you you can try to do it, but there's better things to do well, with that a, money. There's a program between I believe it's state and federal government, and 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 they're coming in and and buying. That's it. Buying your houses and just that's it. We buy the that's houses. That's it. I mean, they're, if you're gonna, it's condemned. It's, it's over. Ours. You, yeah. It's ours. You move out. Yeah. It, no, that's what yeah, I'm suggesting. You're, you're sinking money into a pit. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's a good idea. I think it's a cost savings idea versus sure. Well, I think I think remediating the roads and then, yeah, and then you're, fighting this. No, I don't think this is like an employer offering you know retirement buyouts. Right. Hey, we can just give them a chunk of money and maybe they'll go away. We don't have to worry about continuing to pay for this person's retirement yeah. later on. Um, right. It's the same sort of thing. And then the, you you see this. So um, yeah, a, minute, minute, you cannot give full reimbursement for the property, but you can. You get mitigate something. the loss. So that's one of the things, right? So you can mitigate part of that loss, yeah. part of the, part of that financial loss, anyway. But it, it's like this all over all over the country too. So it's like you get to like uh, northern Minnesota, the Red River, you know, had um, overflowed its banks and you know, basically wiped out several cities all the way on its way to Winnipeg. And uh, those areas that they, you know, were considered national, and this is a big air quote, national disaster areas, they were available for that FEMA buyout area, right? Which means that that yeah, the federal government can buy that. It just can never be used again as a as a house or residential property. I mean, I mean that's. Do we are in an earthquake zone here? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, that or there's a frog somewhere here. Yeah, I don't duck. know. No, it's just an extra mangrove smell in the air, folks. Oh, yeah. But I mean, you see that. So these like low lying areas, like so, like what right. you're kind of saying, like, hey, this is something we did to protect this from happening uh, again and affecting these people who are living here by you know now consuming and owning this property so it can't happen to that degree again and yet you know without having to change you know soil um, elevation right. infrastructure and yet and and the insurance industry also takes care of some of this because when something becomes not insurable there's less in there generally there's less investment in that and and so it, you, Same that that you said happens. about health care though don't start with the health care. I'm welcome. so pissed off over you're, the fucking health care. You're, you're going to get me to start cussing like a motherfucker right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where's my health care? Mm-hmm. This cocksucking orange motherfucker better provide me health care. <laughs> I can't help myself. Sorry. Anyway, Joe. so, but, I'm sorry. But, you know, the insurance care is not for everyone. We're not. Insurance it's not about I buy mine on the, on the open market, and it's not cheap. No. No. No, and then no. in South in South Florida, they were um, talking to a woman. I, can't park I was head. talking to a woman up in she her uh, her health insurance costs are equal to her uh, condo uh, mortgage and her maintenance fees. Yeah. you know it's it's ri- or it's more ri- it's higher. It's ridiculous, and that's beside that's before there's any need uh, to uh, get any medical. What's uh, what's the what's the age for Medicare? 67? I don't know. It's something that's like It's not mine. That's what I know. Yeah, well, you know, you're asking a re- someone who retires, basically don't, you know, work till you're about 70. Right, as um, long as you can. As long as you can, and then hopefully the next 10 to 14 years that you're alive, you'll have some relief. Well, I mean, I actually have kind of a similar strategy. So I'm, I, I own um, a couple of real estate brokerages and, um, and then a property investment company, mm-hmm. which I built from the ground up myself. Mm-hmm. And um, the one of the things about that that can, that you have to make a decision about when, you know, as you're starting your business, how small it is or how big it is, is how are you going to contribute to Social Security? And um, I opt not to. And so I don't. And so you're, you're welcome for my previous Social Security contribution, but as the owner of multiple S corporations, so it's a corporation designated as an S type. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't make a social security contribution anymore because I also won't be able to draw it beyond that either. Um, because I'm actually, unfortunately, and fortunately for myself, unfortunately for the fund, but fortunately for me, um, am able to be able to make a better investment with that money than social security would for my continued right. retirement. Now, I mean... If everybody had that ability to be able to make that decision, I mean, that could be pretty scary. <laughs> well, the system would close in. It on would itself. be zero. Yeah. Well, they they have a the, the problem is 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 uh, it's numerical in nature. 
when it was first devised to people, the life expectancy, you only collected a couple of years on it. And since life expectancy has steadily rose, we didn't, we, didn't, we, we, we didn't widen the pyramid for contributions. So it's an easy fix, but it's hard fix. But I don't know why. At 56 years old, if someone told me, you know, minimum age would be 72, 73, I'd go, okay. Why not? That's how you wind the base. That's how you wind the base. It's a hard one to do, but if you're going to keep it going, make it later. Well, it's they've a, done that several times. It's, it's cool. expanded out over and, and over not and that, over. not significantly, not over the the rise in expectancy. It was fifteen, at least uh, sixteen years since uh, the founding of it went up. So, but you know what? We great, we got at it. We're almost at the hour. We're going to have to start wrapping. I got to drive the daughter That's down. A whole hour. Yeah, we got to talk. Some we got to talk. We got to talk about our hopes for two thousand twenty. Do you have anybody who's not white talking about any of this stuff, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> Mine? I'm not white. I try, I try not to be. Mm. I, I play a white person on TV. Yeah. But, well, I can tell you what my hopes are for 2020. What? I think anyone who's heard me before, and I hope my book does well. I hope so, That's too. That's my hope for 2020. Do you have a, it's awesome. Are you through your first draft and all that? Uh, it's coming out in February. Right. Oh. I'm just waiting for the cover art to get sent to me so I can check off on which one I want. Mm. And uh, the pre-orders are available. So Where where do they get the pre-orders? You go to writtendreams.com, and you go to new releases. There's an icon of a book. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's no cover art, so there's no book to show mm-hmm. you. But there's the link. It'll have my bio. It'll have a synopsis of what the book's about. I wrote a book about one of the cases I worked when I was a uh, narcotics canine mm-hmm. and assigned to a task force with the feds. It was a very interesting case. And instead of writing a nonfiction account of it, mm-hmm. I, because it went on for three and a half years, in order to condense it, I found it easier to convey that story as a, as a, as a means of fiction. Um, not an uncommon thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 70, 75% of the book is true. Um, but I had to, it, you know, I had to condense characters, um, condense several individuals into singular characters. Oh, that's what you mean and, by... And uh, so it, it's yeah, fictionalized. I, yeah, oh. And then there, I'll be honest, it, 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 there's, there's a is couple there a of Is there a wizard in there? A wizard. No, okay. No wizards. A grand wizard? No wizard. No. There's some sons of bitches in there, though, but mm-hmm. no wizards. So I hope that does well in 2020, and I hope my retirement account continues to do well in 2020 right uh, how about you matt you got any uh, hopes for 2020 we just met but i'm, I'm big dreams i w- would like to work a little bit less and yeah. enjoy my life as much as i can she endeavor to take an extra vacation just throw that in there. i do it i try it if i can yeah but real estate is an odd hard game to yeah. be able to be on the front end i mean and you know, one ec- economic collapse and everything goes away. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you uh, you have to kind of reconcile yourself at being a good gambler, and uh, <laughs> and putting money away for a rainy day, perhaps. That's right. Yeah. I, I keep a year of payroll on hand at any point just to be able to make sure that everybody who works for me knows that there's that we're not going anywhere. But that's a lot of money just sitting there. It'd be nice to be able to use. Well, my my dreams for 2020, besides the the, the 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 health and happiness of my family and friends, is that we keep on doing a show, and then eventually we can get um, a small uh, a band. A band? Yeah. Like a music band? Mm-hmm. I mean, like a no, a band of pirates. No. Um. <laughs> like a like a eye patches? Yeah, no, no, a band. No, a band. Like a band, like a keyboard player, right? And maybe a uh, guitar player, and then. Well, we uh, we've done live shows from different uh, restaurants, right? And kind of bring it on there, bring on guests and stuff like that. Still do our uh, shtick and sure. You could get that. Yeah. Um, what was that name again? The dishwasher guy, Mandy. Right, you can get Mandy on. Freddy's. He's around. He's a marathon right now. Here's you, Mandy. Stay out of fucking mangroves, you know? <laughs> yeah, we can have our music interludes. You no, know, no, but there's breaks. Lee Sharp. Lee Sharp. I would like, I would, I would like that we, we get a sponsor 
and that we could do the show and obviously we, that would be something I'd like to do and have a sound well first a sound person so I don't get distracted I can focus right right on what's the uh, what's conversation the, on hand sure yeah you yeah, that's put it. someone else in charge and you can just sit, sit on the other side hope they don't screw it up you know what? I think a lot of people, there's a lot of people that could probably do a better job. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm almost certainly sure about that. I'd like to thank uh, Matt for coming in. And, uh, Thanks, man. Thank you. Uh, Matt has a, uh, a show, a radio show? Yeah, uh, it's a radio show. Um, it's called Right at Home uh, with Matt Cargillotti in central Iowa on AM 1410 every Friday at 8. 20, so I'm sure none of you will ever hear it. Oh, and if you ever need ever, to go to sleep, never say never, brother. Make never sure say. you tune in, and uh, you can, by all means, listen to the the ales of of, of real estate as an industry. And uh, but you you call that the anus? Of, it's the uh, geographical uh, anus of the of state. That's where I live, right? Right in the. <laughs> but it's lower not anus like. Central. Right. It's just geographically. That geographically, that's right. where you'd find it on a map. And I'm uh, Joe. That is true. And I'm Jim Haran. Thank you for listening. And to every, all of our listeners, uh, have a healthy and happy 2020.